I think it was only a few weeks ago on this show that I first confided to my listeners that my father had passed away, and I received so many letters from many of you who've been listening a long time offering your condolences and reminding me that you had heard my dad when I interviewed him on our show and what a wonderful, generous spirit he had. And he was, he was indeed a lot of fun to talk to about the erotic history of American language and place names. We had a wonderful time together. And I have indeed been sad and bereaved. I mean, I, you hardly ever use that word in your life. It seems like such an old word, but I have been bereaved and grieving. And at the same time, life doesn't stop. You know, I, I'm here, I'm recording this show, I'm taking care of my family, I'm, I'm, you know, just had Thanksgiving with friends, the whole thing about life going on. And one of the things I've been noticing privately is how my bereavement affects my libido and my sexual thoughts. And the first thing I thought about was, no one talks about this. I mean, I've been looking around. I've been searching the internet and looking at books, looking for bereavement and sex, grieving and sex. It reminds me of those books about childbirth and sex. So often childbirth and death have have the same puritanical attitude applied toward them. In the old childbearing books, they would say, okay, sex, when you're pregnant, you may not want to have sex. Or you may feel like it a lot. You know, you'll just feel weird and strange and let's not talk about it too much, shall we? Let's move on. Well, it's the same thing for losing a family member. When you're grieving, you're told that you may have emotional ups and downs, that you might not feel yourself, uh, that you may feel like you're never going to have sex again or that you, it's hard to be close to people. Uh, but that's about it. No one says much more than that. And I knew already, just from listening to friends who confided in me, that it was a lot more complicated. Indeed, some people told me that their libido completely shut down for a while. And others said, uh, no, it was just the opposite. I found myself wanting to pork inappropriate people in inappropriate situations all the time. <laughs> Married friends, strangers who walked into elevators, long lost relatives that I met at the funeral, you know, like you name it, I did the wrong thing. I did the very thing that you're not supposed to do. And I can't even explain myself because I wouldn't have done it before this death in my family. I think it's safe to say that whatever happens, you are affected, you're not the same, and contradictions are the rule. I hope you don't mind if I tell you my story, and I'm hoping that some of you might write me and tell me what you've noticed if you've suffered a, a loss of someone you were really close to, a, a lover, a parent, a child. Uh, I think all of those experiences need to be discussed a little bit more openly. I guess I'll start by saying that I was a child, only child, of divorced parents and very different attitudes towards sex. Uh, my mother wanted me to be raised with a scientific understanding of how babies were born and the like. She wasn't going to put up with any stork or religious parables, but she was completely remote and discreet about her own sexuality. She is indeed one of those people that I can't imagine having sex. I never saw my mom kiss anybody, I guess except me, 
<laughs> I can't even fathom her sexuality. It's just, you know, I know it's there intellectually, but it was never a side of herself that she joked about or referred to intellectually in any way. My father, on the other hand, uh, as those of you know who listen to him here, could love to talk about sex as a subject and um, made it clear that he himself cared about sex, cared about his intimate relationships. And he was a, a really good role model of how you can be natural about sex with your friends and family without being offensive or pushing people's boundaries. I never felt like my dad was telling me something I didn't want to know. I never felt like he was going into details where you'd want to say, shut up, dad. <laughs> I mean, some people have said that about their parents, like, God, you know, I don't want to know about their vibrator. Go away. <laughs> it never was like that. He would be able to just talk about things uh, in, a, in a general fashion that I found reassuring and relevant. And that's why I invited him to be part of our broadcast here, because you know, he was so easy to talk to about the history of eroticism, about sexual politics. And I felt very comfortable asking for his advice and experience in different ways. 